The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome to another episode of Mexi My Matters. It is Thursday, October 11th. It is Nationals weekend. They will be coming to you live from Racing, Wisconsin. Yours truly will be there playing in the reserves. And I am coming to you live today from the city that never sleeps, west of Ohio. We... As the team, we're on our way to racing for Nationals. Let's kick off with some announcements. First and foremost, like I said, Nationals are in racing and they will be broadcast live on ESPN3. For those of you that want to tune in, stream it on your laptop, computer, on your phone. Every team will at least be broadcast once. So you get to see yours truly. On the field and the Columbus Cats kicking some ass. Squad's pretty good. We might win the cup. So, tune in. Also, another announcement. Uh, I was actually asked as a favor to make this one. Um, our sponsor, Studio Super Studios 253, is actually looking for some uh, new talent. New motivators, new trainers uh, to join the super family. As always, you know, I know, and I know that you know, that I know, that you know, that I know, that you can save money using promo code MEXI at Super Studios 53. Save discounts on classes. Right now, they're doing barre day in, day out. Coach Super is an amazing coach. Little sidebar, congratulations to her for pacing and finishing the Chicago Marathon. So, yeah, check them out. If you know someone or if you're a trainer and you have experience and love to have fun, give them a call, 253-272-0700. Ask for code SUPER and join the SUPER family. Mexi has. And it's been one hell of a ride. As always, SUPER Studio 253, proud sponsor of the Mexi My Madness podcast. In other announcements... Uh, it has been brought to my attention. I uh, received quite a bit of, uh, I won't, I won't call it fan mail, but uh, questions and comments about episode 94. I always love getting comments and questions about podcasts, but the only, the only problem is, Maxi just talks. I just talk to talk, and I walk to walk. I don't remember what was said. Last on last week's podcast, and I sure don't remember what was said about a hundred podcasts ago. Ninety four, I had to go back and and not listen to it, but kind of refresh my memory. 
And uh, that was where we had a special guest, Quinn, ESQ, uh, joining for a chat about online dating and Bumble. So I had uh, quite a few questions from uh, some listeners, uh, new listeners apparently, who listened and had to bitch and complain about what was said. So because Nationals is this weekend, we may have a few special podcasts. Hey, we might do one a week. I mean, not one a week, one a day. On our way to racing. Since it is an 8 hour drive. There and back. So stay tuned for that. We may have podcasts. uh, Friday. Saturday. Sunday. And Monday. Gonna do a 4 and 4 special. And we're gonna focus one on. Responding to these comments. Uh, I'm I'm not trying. I'm not sure if. uh, Special guest Quinn. Will be able to make it. uh, Since I will be in Wisconsin. But we will try to. Answer the questions and possibly have a guest. We're not sure. It just depends. Um, to make a part de to the Bumble podcast to answer these critiques from the naysayers. In other news and announcements, um, we will also be doing a podcast about nationals. Uh, season's ending, you know, I know I promise not to talk about certain things, uh, the team being one of them, but at the end of the season, you know, kind of commemorate how it went, and also, if we do win the championship of Division 3, or 4, or if the women win, you never know, um, we will talk about that. Uh, Mexi is considering retirement. I will announce that as well. From Australian football. So, it'll be a good uh, send-off podcast. We might do that as well. Well, anyways, enough about that and all these announcements. Let's start off with the first story. It's actually this podcast... Look at it more as story time with Mexi. We're most of us are traveling to racing right now. Some are driving today, some are flying, some will be driving tomorrow on Saturday morning. Hey, guess what? Tune in, listen. Story time with Mexi. So it was brought to my attention that a friend, close friend, her boyfriend, had her car stolen not too long ago, and so they live right on uh, close to. Victorian Village, and uh, park right on the road, and I guess one time he was leaving, and the car was gone, and called the tow place, no, it wasn't there, and uh, yeah, he he reported it stolen, 911, hey, my car got stolen, a couple days later, it turns out the car was discovered down on Nationwide Boulevard, parked nicely, nothing was broken into, anything like that, nothing was necessarily stolen, but um, it had a used condom in the passenger seat with a giant footprint, and it had a nice little smell to it. When I heard the story, I'm like, I, you've got to be shitting me. Now people are stealing cars to have sexcapades. You're literally telling me that whoever stole this car had sex with someone else, I'm guessing, and just jack off there, um, in your car. And he's like, yeah, uh, 
Well, what happened? Well, the cops didn't do anything after that. The car was fine. And, you know, we kept the car and detailed it. And voila. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You kept the car? It's like, yeah, why not? Well, okay. Many things wrong with the story. Number one, apparently there was a footprint on the passenger side and the used condom. So my first thing is, why are the cops so laissez-faire with the situation? Uh, your car got stolen. Great. Oh, you got a bad go. Oh, that's fine. We will. Our job was done. Motherfuckers, there's DNA right there. How about you find these fuckers and take them to jail? I'm pretty sure they still stole a car. Grand Theft Auto. I mean, seriously. Mind you, they parked it, had sex in it, and left it there. You have the evidence right in front of you. I, I just don't understand how police officers nowadays... Oh, they want this, they want that, they want to get paid. Oh, 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 but oh, it's unfair that you guys are critiquing us. No, I mean, seriously. If that was Samantha, you best believe these cops are taking that DNA sample and running it through. I swear to fucking Christ. Number two, and most appalling of all, I would not be keeping the car. They clearly had sex in the front, back, I don't know, like the driver's seat. And the other dude was on the passenger seat. Great. But, uh, yeah, I don't care what kind of detail you do to the car. We're talking about people having sex in my car. Like, in Samantha. That would be a big no-no. I'm sorry. But I would definitely not keep that car. Apparently, more many people think differently. Apparently, some people would, some people don't. So you let us know. Would you keep the car if hobos, because I don't know who steals the car and gives it back, if hobos put sex in the vehicle? Would you or would you not? Simple question, simple answer. Now, if you're like Mexi and you value your car, the answer is no. I mean, I would... Obviously, detail it, sell it, and and then probably put a down payment on a new one. Like I won't just toss the car. I'm not. I'm not ridiculous. It's calm down. But it's just. I first off, how do you not know the car is being stolen? Like those parts that are close to campus, Victorian Village, Short North, and all that. Your car is parked on the road. I mean, and. and even if I'm a heavy sleeper, you know what your car sounds like. I mean, I would have maybe woken up to the sound of somebody stealing the car. And number two, let's not leave it unlocked with the key, spare key inside. That's another thing. I keep my spare key at home in case something were to happen. Call the boo. Hey, can you bring me my spare key? Bam, problem solved. I don't keep both pairs of keys to my car on me. Because if you lose your keys, you lose both. And if you can't get in your car, oh, the spare's in the car. But yeah. If you left your keys in the car and you keep the spare in the car, yeah, you're still, you still can't get in. So why leave the spare key and leave it unlocked? That's just asking to have 
your car stolen. Or maybe it was borrowed. Who knows? No, that's still stealing somebody's car. And another similar scenario. Now, let's continue story time. I had... So, I work in personal injury. You know, auto accidents and all that and all that stuff. So, I have a friend... Of a friend who contacted me. And wanted help with the property damage. I usually... We don't handle property damage. There's no attorney in the world that only does property damage. Why? Because it's clear cut. If they say they can help and do it, they're full of shit. They can assist and move things along, but they're not actually handling your property damages. So don't fall for those lies. It's just advertising. So this friend hits me up. Hey, uh, I have a question. I'm like, yeah, it's about property damage. Like, well, I can guide you along, but I don't know what you want me to do. So he tells me how, you know, he drives his car for work. He is on the registration, but the car, the title owner is his boss. So he got an accident and I'm like, well, why didn't you call me to, to rep you? And he goes, well, you know, whatever. So he is talking to the insurance and the insurance apparently is discussing with his boss the property damage and the total loss and how they're going to get how, how the, his boss is going to get the check and he's, he thinks that's unfair and he wants the check for the total loss I'm like well hold on there bucko you technically don't own the car by law they have to give it to the vehicle owner also if you need a rental, you need to own the car. They don't just give anybody driving that vehicle a rental. It has to be the owner of the car, which by law you're not because you don't have the title. Well, you know, I got the registration. I was driving. Uh, my boss put me on the policy because, you know, it's a work vehicle. I drive it for work. And she's supposed to sign off the title to me. And I'm like, well, has she? No. Well, there's the problem. Right now, she's going behind your back trying to get the total loss check from the insurance. She hasn't signed off the title to you. You don't own the car. Like, she, in order for you to even get the total loss check, she has to do that first. So that was his first problem. I'm like, dude, you got to talk to your boss. Number two. Oh, well, I also want to try and get the stuff out of my car. I tried to go to look at the car. And they wouldn't let me get myself out of the car. They said I had to pay a $50 fee to get myself out of the car. And it's at Capital Towing. I talked to my dad. My dad said that's bullshit. He's never heard of it. Uh, and I, I want to ask you if you've, you've ever dealt with that. I'm like, uh, who's got the car? Capital Towing. Like, okay. Well, I don't know. Do you have a warrant for your arrest? I mean, were you driving without a license? What's going on there? I was like, no, no, no. I'm like, well, I've been towed. By Shamrock, CPD. Never had to pay 50 to the police department on top of the tow fee. And he goes, well, yeah, and it's accumulating uh, fees per day. I'm like, yeah. Again, you may want to get that out of there. But last time I checked, when I got my cars out of the impound, I had to show title, license, registration, like that you own the car. Where's the registration? Oh, it's in the glove box. Okay. Do you have a copy of it? No. 
Okay, so you don't have the title and the copy of the registration is in the car. So yeah, motherfucker, I mean, I don't know if the $50 fee has to do with that, but you technically, they, how do they know you own the car? You're not in the system. Well, yeah, that's true. I'm like, all right, hold on. So while I was at work, I called the police department, turned out to be Franklin Township, and tried to figure out this for my buddy. And they told me, you know, you know, across the board with townships, it's very common to pay a $50 release fee on top of your tow to get the car back. But it has to be paid by the vehicle owner. And I'm like, I have never heard of that. Yeah, it's common across townships. So the police departments that belong to townships, not only are there, as I said before, bitches and not doing their jobs and being very laissez-faire, but now they're trying to make more money out of you because if you get towed, you have to pay the township a $50 fee on top of your towing? No. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I told my buddy, I'm like, hey, dude, you have to pay it. It's per township. That's what they have to do. It's a release fee. You have to pay that. Well, the vehicle owner has to pay that, which is not you. So your boss has to go with you if you want to get the shit out of your car. Oh, okay. Well, my boss is in Florida. Then why the fuck are we bothering about this? Like, seriously, like you're acting like one of my clients about property damages. Like, this is insane. This is common sense. You don't own the car. Whoever owns the car goes, pays, gets the car, gets your shit out of the car. It's that, it's that simple. Now, for those of you that don't know, and here's a little life lesson courtesy of Mexi. A class in common sense. You guys do realize that if you don't have any warrants for your arrest and there's no investigation going on when you get in a car accident, you don't have to get it towed to the impound. You guys do realize that, right? If the police department says, oh, we're taking this to the impound. No. A free tow is a free tow. Take this to my house. Now, mind you, if you're badly hurt and you're on, on the stretcher or going to the ambulance or the hospital, this may be the last thing on your mind. But if somebody's with you, they, they'll they say, oh, we have to tow it. Unless you killed someone, that's not true. Tell them, ask them, and ask the tow, dri- tow truck driver, tow this to my place. That way, it's not accumulating storage fees. Because the buddy already had $300 in storage fees because it's been sitting there. It's a total loss. So you don't really need to get it out of there. But the vehicle owner may want the car. I don't know. May want to scrap it for parts. Again, the vehicle owner has to get it out of there. Insurances are not going to pay for you to just let it sit there day in, day out and have nothing happen to it. Oh, but it's going to cost money. Yeah, fucker. They'll repay you for it. They're not going to pay it up front. God. And this is why nobody does property damages. Because you can't change those rules. You can't negotiate how much a car's worth. Now, on top of all this, if you don't have car insurance, that's another problem. Let me refer you to my man, Ramo. He'll hook you up. You can... Help a brother out for giving you free advice by using promo code MEXI. Saves you on your car insurance bundle, do an umbrella plan, life insurance. Make sure you get UM coverage, UIM coverage, and MedPay. Call Remo, 614-595-2934. And he works for American National, proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast.
So, let's take care of what needs to be taken care of. Because I, life lessons are life lessons. I don't know this because I studied it. I know this because I've been through this bullshit. And I do this for work. So, yeah, I pivot up quickly and I have common fucking sense. If I don't own the fucking car, I can't go get the car. Or rental. Now. I don't usually like to waste my time. And asking dumbass questions does waste my time. But. What's even worse than wasting your time with dumbass questions is wasting four hours of your life. This leads me to our next chapter in story time. So, Mexi recently went to Shadowbox live. Oh, most of you might have heard of it. You know, kind of like a sketchy thing, you know, theater, you know, onstage comedy. Basically, a amateur hour Saturday Night Live. And here's the thing. The only reason I went is because the people I'm with, oh, they love it. Oh, Mexi's your first time. Go right ahead. You'll have a fun time. Okay. Free ticket, whatever. So we get there. You have to get there an hour before. And then you sit down and you can order food. So I ordered the food. You know, my boss had gone previously. and was like, oh, yeah, I get the chicken sandwich. So I'm like, um, well, I don't know. We'll see. Apparently, you, the... Cooks, servers, everybody that's attending to you, they are the actors. So during the show, you're not allowed to order food. There's an intermission, but you can only order an hour before, during that time. They do the show, intermission, you can order again, and then second part of the show. So I'm like, uh, I'm not sitting through three fucking hours with barely any food. So... I look at the menu and I'm like, yeah, I was told you could order during the show, but apparently not. So, and then um, one of the people I was with ordered the chicken sandwich. I ordered what looked to be appealing, the ravioli. So I'm there and the hour goes by and my food literally took an hour to come out. So I can't even order anything else. My friend that got the chicken sandwich, I look at it. It literally is a piece of chicken with buns on a plastic plate. I'm like, uh, yeah, that does not look appealing. It looks like a freaking mac chicken. My ravioli comes along, and it kind of looks like a, one of those lean cuisines cooked, put on a plastic plate. I'm like, yeah, this looks terrible. And then the show starts. Great. So an hour of sitting here, fucking around, only to eat lean cuisine ravioli. Ooh. So I'm basically... Sitting here, and I'm like, oh, and, and oh, on top of that, the seating is very uncomfortable. So we were on these high chairs that have the little footrest. Yeah, no. Three hours of sitting on that, my ass and my back was killing me. This, no. I'm like, really? Even the people who are sitting on the ground tables, those chairs look really uncomfortable. They're like airport chairs. Yeah, no. Terrible. Show starts. First 10 minutes of the show. Hey! Let's plug in the other shows we have that you can come watch during the week. Ugh. And then just like Saturday Night Live, although I'm pretty sure Saturday Night Live, they don't play songs in between every fucking sketch. So, band plays a song. Ooh. it's. Ba- I was basically watching Ricky 
and his band do, you know, cover songs of all these rock bands. Sound sounded very, very appealing. Not. So then this this the skids, the sketches, whatever you want to call them, start and when I can predict the outcome of your of your skit. That's how you know that's that how terrible it is. There's a reason I don't watch Saturday Night Live live. I watch it on YouTube so I can cut out the bad nonsense and watch the good skits. Only when there's good actors who are hosting. I mean, I wouldn't mind going to a Saturday Night Live in person. That'd be kind of cool. But that'd be the only scenario where you would see me watching this nonsense. So these kids these are predictable. There, there was one about, ooh, the devil, the, the devil, uh, the devil appeared to a a mean, badass female attorney, and then she ends up working for him. Blah blah blah. They did one about Sesame Street, which was, I, I guess, the only funny one. There was one about OSU versus Michigan. Oh, Frankenstein moves into town, and he's a Michigan fan. Ooh, like, I'm like, uh, okay. Now, my boss had told me to order a picture of the, the the freak, which was a beverage that they would have. So I ordered that, and you know, oh, it's a blue beverage, it's, it's delicious. Beverage comes in the picture, it's like fucking pink. I taste it, grapefruit. I'm like, fuck, I don't like grapefruit. Now we gotta finish this picture, and then here's the worst part. I hate it when bars serve you a picture, and it's basically full of ice, and then you drink. So basically... You're paying 30 some dollars for a pitcher and you're not getting your full alcoholic value. On top of that, by the mid-first half of the show, it was watered down. Then once again, at, at the intermission, I'm like, Come on, I'm kind of still hungry. Give me some nachos. So I ordered the nachos. Again, takes them the whole intermission to make them. They're huge and they're overcooked and just all crispy and shit. And I'm like, uh, these are not even good nachos. Great. Show ends. Thank God. My friends are like, did you like it? Yeah, no. It's kind of like you go to see a movie and, you know, my preview theory. The previews are not great. The movie is not great. It'd be the kind of movie... You would watch maybe once and then never come back. That's what I tell them. But in reality, it was dog shit. Like, a poor man's excuse for a Saturday Night Live copycat. No. I don't know who came up with this concept and is paying these people to write this bullshit. But, um... Yeah, no, I mean, I could have came up with those skits, and I could have acted that out. Like, no. No, 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 no. To make it worse, I mean, service is terrible by the actors. Um, and then the price, I literally got free tickets, didn't have to pay to go. But I spend almost a hundred dollars with tip on just the food and the drinks. Like that is insane. Like 
I'm sorry, but a plate of nachos, a lean cuisine ravioli, and a pitcher of watered-down grapefruit juice should not equal $80. Let alone, everybody's looking at me like, uh, you're not going to tip? I'm like, uh, I really, really don't want to. Oh, but heaven forbid we don't tip. Yeah. No, that was not, no. And then they had other shows. They have one called Desire, which is like basically like watching like a, a huge porno. Ooh, yeah, because these people are so attractive. And then they have another one about basically David Bowie and uh, Prince and, you know, the band play songs, you know, from them and their sketches. I mean, really, like if you're doing a tribute to these two, where you would do skits about their personal life and make them funny. Like, I don't know the personal life of both of them. I mean, I know a few things. I know their songs. But if you expect me to pay to watch you do cover songs of these two greats, no. There was one dude in the band that was singing... Um, I can't remember what the song was. It was a good 80s song. And, and the guy that sings it, the original, has a very deep voice. And this dude clearly... Did not have a deep voice. And I'm like, you are literally butchering this song. I, I can't. Like, I literally can't. And the thing is, you know I hate wasting my time. You know that there's a good chance I'm going to think this is terrible. Yet, you still want me to go. Like, Wasting my time is the worst thing for me. And I've stopped doing things, watching shows, going to places, playing sports, because I'm tired of wasting my time. So what in God's name think, do, God, God's green earth do you think that going to a, what you know is a amateur Saturday Night Live, like... When inviting someone, you should be like, hey, do you watch Sign and Live? I'm like, well, on YouTube, here and there. That would be your first clue as to, hey, maybe we shouldn't invite Mexi. But what do I know? Nobody ever listens to me, even though I'm 95% right. Story of my life. But on that note, I hope you enjoyed story time with Mexi. Like I said, we may have more podcasts coming to you live over the course of this weekend. Stay tuned. As always, you can check out our podcasts on iTunes and SoundCloud. Subscribe, rate, review the podcast. Makes it my matters. Check us out on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube. You know the deal. We will do one about the Bumble episode. We'll, we'll address those comments. So always hit us with comments, concerns, and questions. And as you always know, where there's a Mexican, there's always a way. Until next time.